With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. For Gooners everywhere, this is the ultimate football app for you. For match highlights, interviews and the best Arsenal videos and podcasts, download the free Gunners app now from the App Store and Google Play. West Cork Beard Company. Make beard oil and beard balm for a strong, healthy, great-looking beard. Handmade from all natural ingredients in Clonakilty, West Cork. Check out their YouTube channel for beard care tips and advice. Or catch them online at westcorkbeardcompany.ie Good evening and welcome to another episode of the same old Arsenal. It's FA Cup Preview. Uh, we have a very special show for you tonight. And joining me, first of all, is Mr. Lee Judges again. How are you doing, Lee? Yeah, all good. Thank you very much. Looking forward to this. FA Cup final preview. Who'd have thought that at the beginning of January? Like, But here we are, and I'm really looking forward to it. Like, you know, Arsenal versus Chelsea, FA Cup finalists, and uh, hopefully by, by tomorrow, FA Cup winners. Oh, let's hope so, man. I really am starting to get a little bit nervous now. As you can see, also joining me is Super Kevin Campbell. Kev, how you doing, mate? I'm brilliant, mate. London derby for the final, and we owe them. We older Chelsea, don't we? Let's be honest, after what happened last season, back in. So, come on, you Arsenal. I'm buzzing about it. I'm buzzing. <laughs> same, man, same. I'm starting to get nervous, though, now. Lee, we'll start with you. Uh, tomorrow's a massive game. Season is over, but I want to win this game so bad and I will not accept a loss. How are you feeling going into this one, mate? Do you know what? A little bit bit nervous now. I'm going to not going to lie, you know... Uh... <laughs> Mixed emotions about it, if I'll be honest, because I'd be buzzing, looking forward to going to the game tomorrow. Absolutely, like, you know, it's, it's just something special about Wembley, whether it was the old Wembley or even this Wembley. I've, I've been doing a couple of uh, shows and all that filming 
at Wembley. And going back in the old days, you used to see the Twin Towers and you got a big buzz from it. Now you see the arch and you still get that same sort of buzz. So it's just a great place to go and, and, and be and be a part of. And um, yeah, you know, FA Cup final and, uh, you know, we've got there. And I'll tell you what, we deservedly get there as well. We've not had it easy. You know, Leeds first round was, you know, tough. Then tougher little way trips to um, uh, Bournemouth and um, uh, who was that one we went to? Portsmouth. Portsmouth, Pompey. yeah. Portsmouth on yeah. a Monday night. Went down there on a Monday night. Traffic was bad, but we got there. And um, yeah, so they're not, they're not a tricky little away tries, they were. And then, of course, uh, Sheffield United. United. Not that then, ain't easy. That, that was not easy. You know, without the fans, that was a difficult one. And of course, Man City, with or without fans, is a tough one. You know what I mean? So, uh, um, well, he was outstanding on a day. So, we, we deserve we, we deserve to be in this final, in my opinion. Yeah, I believe so as well. Uh, Kev, another final, another Arsenal v Chelsea final. We don't want another repeat of Baku, but we spoke a bit off air about nerves. I'm starting to get nervous now, but you were talking about the difference in nerves from fans to the difference of nerves in players. You know what it's like, man, so explain. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I swear to you, it's a lot easier being a player <laughs> you know, preparing tonight, you just have a laugh with the lads. You know, you you do your normal routine, you chill out. Whether you're watching your Netflix or your uh, your your laptop or whatever, the routine's the same. Because as a player, I, I mean, I was a player. I never really felt nervous because in my head, I I always prepared for everything. So what's there to be nervous about? But obviously, some people, the anticipation of it, get nervous. But that's kind of nearer the game. You know, at the morning of the game, etc. You, you just you just have a laugh with the lads. You meet up for a bit of breakfast or whatever. Go for a walk and do your normal stuff. But now I'm a, a I'm a fan. It's like it's not. I I don't feel nervous, but uh, it's anticipation. I'm 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 really looking forward to this game because you know I I think I think we're going to win this game. I, I honestly think we're going to win this game and. I've seen Chelsea. Chelsea could, we know Chelsea are good. They could blow teams away. But as a cup, as a cup side, I think this Arsenal team under Arteta has got something. They've got a bit of steel about them, which is surprising to a few gooners, isn't it? A lot, a lot of us gooners. If somebody would have said to us, let me ask you guys a question. If somebody would have said to us, you will play Man City in the semi-final, and you would keep them to zero, you would have laughed me out of town. Yeah, you would have laughed me out of 100%. town, but but that's what we done. We beat them, we scored two, and we kept them to zero. And Man City are a more potent attacking side than Chelsea. Yeah, Chelsea. So I know both both games are different, and both teams are different. But if I'm looking at it like we've proved that we can defend properly, so as long as Arteta does the right thing and prepares them the right way, and then it's up to the team to execute. You know, I fancy our chances. I really do. Kev, can I ask I a have question? To agree with it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, when um when he was playing in the '93 Cup final, when did they tell you that you was playing? Did they tell you on the Friday or on a Saturday morning before the game? When 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 did you know that you was playing in that Cup final? Uh, it was the Saturday morning that um, George Graham named the team. So they kept you, it. As... Yeah, kept it kind of well. It's not really last minute. Because yeah. he can like he could he can name the team up until he gets into the into the stadium. Because as long as he and when he fills out that um, 
the, the referee's kind of thing for the team, as long as it's done in time, he could name it right up until, I think it's an hour now before kickoff, so we can name it then. But the, the 11, the, the starting 11 knew who was who was playing. Did you know that you had a chance of playing in that final because of the training leading up to it, or, or was you a bit nervous Friday night going? No, 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 I was, no, I was never, Lee, I was never nervous about whether I was playing or not. I was ex I was expecting to play um in I wasn't expected to play um sometimes in my position, but it was a matter of doing the job for the team. That was more important than my, than me personal. So, you know, George Graham, if you if you remember rightly, a couple of the, the games I I played wide midfield. Yeah. Um as, in the League Cup and in the FA Cup. So, you know, you've got to do your job for the team. Um, a lot of it comes down to the little details because the football is going to take care of itself. But the little details like the set pieces, they've got to account for another big guy and and, and, and running power and all that kind of thing. So that's that's why a lot of the time the manager makes those little detailed decisions. But he got it right. George Graham's old saying was this, Lee. It don't matter how you play as long as you win, because fans and people do not remember who loses. They always remember the winners. That's so th that'll, th that'll do for us. Yeah, I don't care how true. we play. As long as we get over the line, hook, book or crook, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, you know, man, that's so true. It is always the winners that are remembered. Kev, I'm just going to stay with you on one more point, because... Playing in a football match must be amazing. I mean, it's most of our dreams, that's for sure. But playing an FA Cup final, it must just be something so different about it. What is going through the minds of these players, do you think, right now, having been there yourself? Uh, right now, I think that the, the, the boys are just going to be... I don't think they're going to even be thinking about the, the game tomorrow. And that might sound like a, a bit blasé, but it's not. Because you, you're used to... You're used to playing in games that you're going to stick to your same routine. They're right now. They're probably gone down to, for a bit of dinner. Right now, you know, a lot of the guys won't change what they eat. They'll eat the same thing week in, week out. So they'll go down for a bit of dinner. There'll be a, a few jokes at the table and and whatever. Um, you know, you might get a member of staff doing something daft or singing a song or something. You know, just to just to break the monotony of it all. And then the boys will finish their dinner, obviously go up to their rooms. A lot of the rooms will be open, so lads are in and out. There might be a little card school going or uh, PlayStation now. They've got all these things going. But the lads will just be quite relaxed, to be honest. Um, you know, there'll be, there, there might be a, a couple of players who are seriously thinking about the game. But, you know, back, back when we were we were doing it, it was like, you know, we, we were used to kind of, playing in the big games and just it wasn't it, it didn't prove to be such a big factor until obviously the, the club once you get on that coach and you're on the way to Wembley <laughs> then you start seeing faces change a little bit and and attitudes change a bit yeah fair enough Lee listen this is a massive game. Amazing, we know it is right. <laughs> Lee I've got to ask man uh, I don't want to bring it up but Rich has brought it up Last year in Baku, um, is there a little that's bit? Me of... That's me gone. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Is there a little bit about revenge for this final, as well as just winning that FA Cup, or is it just about? Doesn't matter about you know the past. Let's just win this game. 
Uh, I think there's going to be a little bit of revenge on it. I've got to say that, you know, but they, they, they could say that about the cup final a few years ago, you know. So, listen, I, I think Arsenal got an opportunity to, to put something right within a year. You know, I go back to when Arsenal lost to Spurs in the semi-final in 91. Two years later, we had the opportunity to, to, to turn that around. My God, we've done it. And that ended any disappointment of, of 91. So, I look at it, as a bonus, we've got an opportunity uh, a year later to, to to put one back over them again, like you know. And everything about that last year was a was a joke from from people trying to get out there to the to the to the venue. I remember going to the venue we went to, and and they had like VIP boxes, which were running with the so that the goals were being scored before we could see them and all that. Like you know, I mean, it was just an absolute calamity of a day, and you know. We capitulated that day, absolutely capitulated. And I feel that there's a few players out there, and I include the big guns as well, have, have got redemption on, you know, on their mind. Got to turn up. Got to turn up, you know. And um, it won't be that far different from from, from Baku, because I don't think many fans got out there. So there won't be like, uh, <laughs> it won't be much of a difference on this one. So, you know, and I, I think that, um, I, I think the players... There's a different. I, I don't know about what Kevin thinks. I, I I can see there's a different mentality about the players at the moment. You know, I don't whether they win or lose tomorrow. I don't think that we could we we'll walk away. Do you know? Look, I, I look back at cup finals. Um, my God, we've had some disappointing ones. Luton when we lost to that one was a heartbreaker. Like you know, Liverpool one when we lost there was a heartbreaker. Oh, but at the end of the day, you 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 walked away from there thinking, do you know what? We give it our all. We was unlucky for whatever reason. Blah blah blah. That one against Baku, Baku against Chelsea, was just, I let, I was let down. I felt let down. I felt let down by the players, you know, cup final, going for the Champions League, and they didn't turn up, you know. So, not only do they, they owe it to themselves, these players, they owe it to the fans to put put that right. And they've got an opportunity. And I, I feel confident. I think that they, they will do, you know. If you can't get confidence from beating Man City... That, and let's be honest, boys, if Man City were still out there now, I don't think they'd have scored. Mm. That was how good we was that day, you know, defensively. And if we turn up and defend well tomorrow, I, I think we'll win. I, I really do. Mm. Yeah, listen, I've got to agree. And I'm going to bring up a question here, Kev, because I think it's important. The FA Cup and what it means. Pramod's got a great question, and um, I'm just going to put it up here. If my computer will work, there we go. I had a question for Kev. Does he think that as most of the current players are not English or British, that the current players have lesser attachment to the FA Cup than the players from an earlier generation? I kind of disagree with that. I think the FA Cup is still huge, and I think that the players must understand the history of Arsenal and this current crop of players. What do you think, Kev? Well, I think... I think a lot of the foreign players know the FA Cup because the FA Cup was a global thing back in the day, wasn't it? It went all around the world. But now that a lot of these players are in at, in at these clubs and a lot of... I think it's the the way the big clubs have treated the, the competition at, at times where they've played weakened teams in the earlier rounds and then... You know, as they start to come up against the, the bigger teams, then they start putting the, the, the regulars in. I think that's devalued it in a sense. But I don't think the FA Cup is devalued in, in, in my eyes. I think that it's still a global cup. I think it's still prestigious in the eyes of, of the, the teams. And I think a lot of the teams are so proud to win the FA Cup 
that, you know, look, when you start the season, if you're not in Europe, there's only three, there's only three trophies you can win. You know, the league, the FA Cup or the League Cup. Now, to win one trophy, you've had a half a decent season. Maybe haven't, we haven't done so well in the league. But do you know what? Win the FA Cup, you think, do you know what? I, we're on the right road. Because winning matters. Winning silverware absolutely matters. And I think it's vital for Arteta to get his hand on that silverware so the people upstairs know we've got one here. Uh, but it's oh, going to be the same I'm for really Frank good. Lampard as well. So, you know, yeah. you know, both of them are battling, both new managers at the respective clubs. But for us, this is, the, this is a defining moment for Mikel Arteta. We get across the line in this one, then, you know, that, that conveyor belt starts again. Mm. Lee, let's talk a bit about how we might beat this Chelsea side because I said on the same old Arsenal on Monday that I believe it's a completely different kettle of fish than Man City in terms of tactics just for the pure fact that against Man City we wanted to stay wide so that we could get those players to cross balls into the box because Jesus and Sterling and Silva, they're not tall. There's no threat or target, man. We can't do that against Chelsea because Willian and Pulisic are going to be hitting the balls into Giroud who's going to be very dangerous against our defence. So, for me, I think it's important that our fullbacks are on point. And I would personally be going with Maitland-Niles and Saka as our left wing-backs and right wing-back. I think it will be Bellerin and Maitland-Niles like it was against Man City. But do you agree that that's kind of an important position in terms of a fullback to try and prevent those wingers from being so dangerous to Giroud? Yeah, this is a great, this is a great thing because I, I always felt confident against Man City. And I said it before, then on the previous show, if we could stop them... yeah. Uh, get them out wide, keep them out wide, stop them going inside, doing the one twos and all that. They haven't got that what, uh, player like that, like Jekko in 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 the past that they could turn to and change things. The, you know, basically, if it weren't for him, they wouldn't have won the league that, that in that famous time because they were struggling against QPR. They brought him on, and all the things changed. T uh, Chelsea, though, is it's a completely different uh, scenario now. Is that where they can use Giroud, where I think is their strength, or his strength in, in particular, and our weakness. I don't think we're very, very good in the air, you know, and, and I think that he'll have Holding and um, Louise on, on toast, if I'll be honest. So we've got to stop the, the supply. We've got to stop the source. And that is the two wide players pushing up on their two, um, two uh, um, wingers and not letting them play. But I, I think what, what the other thing is uh, with, with this game is I think we've, because of that, we can have, because Giroud, I, I'm going to say this now. If Giroud had pace, he would be a world, world-class player because he's got everything else. The one thing yeah. that he lacks is pace. So we'll have to push. push. We can afford to squeeze right up a little bit, man, because he hasn't got the, the thing to get in behind us where Sterling, if they got in behind us, uh, Mares and that, we'd be in trouble. So we, I, where we play deep in this game, I think we can afford to push up a little bit so that the crosses are going to come in. If they do come in, they're not on top of us and in a, in a dangerous area. So I think we're going to have to be brave with our defending in, in a different way. But I, I think that, you know, listen, Giroud is a top player, but I don't think we should be fearing him I, I, as much as they should be fearing our players. I think our players uh, will cause them more problems, you know, because I think if Chelsea have a weakness, it's their defending as well. And there's no one better than Aubameyang to expose that. He exposed Man City's weaknesses, you know, um, and if you if you look at Man City, they will improve on that next season. But they had, and I think Pep knew that he had weaknesses at the back there, and Arsenal exploited them. 
the great thing about it, the great thing about, I think, the Man City game is that Mikel Arteta knew exactly how to beat them and he set traps all around the all around the game for them to fall into. Now, I, if he can do that with Chelsea as well, then, then we've got a great chance and the players, you know, take it to, to, to the limit. But he has it, to, Lee. Lee, he has to set yeah, traps. He has to set traps. And, and I think that, you know... Isn't it great that we've got a manager setting traps for other teams? Because we've not had that before. I've I've seen us being put into the traps so yeah. many times, like like you know, and, and get caught on it. How many times have we gone to Liverpool, other teams, and played really really well, and come back like free, losing three one, and go, how the hell have we lost three one? Because we've been put into traps and been done. So I think that you know that that's how we've got to play them. That's how we've got to um, uh, get get on again against them. And uh, you know. For me, this is a this is that's the exciting thing about tomorrow. I think that you know you don't know who's going to win it, and it's the FA Cup. Anything can happen, and that's the great thing. about it's a one-off. You know, in a league game, you know, Man City beats three 0 three 0 three 0 three 0 Comes to the FA Cup, we beat them two 0 Love the FA Cup, you know, because that's <laughs> what it does. Absolutely. Can I, Dan, can I come in on that because I think yeah, it's, no, do it, do it. Go I, for I, it. I think it's importantly. Where you, you um, Dan, you mentioned about the fullbacks. The key is what system are we going to use? Because if we play a flat back four, it's going to suit Chelsea down to the ground. Mm. It's going to, because Giroud will occupy the two centre halves and the two fullbacks will, will have to deal with William and Pulisic probably. And they're going to be running inside, in behind. They're going to take up positions where they can't be. It's difficult for our fullbacks to come out and they're going to cause us all kinds of problems. That's the only thing I worry about. If he plays free at the back, I'm a lot happier. Yeah, Be I, I, because I think you're the, right. Yeah, do you think that, Lee? Because yeah, the wide because, players... Oh, because the wide players can latch onto their wide players and we've got cover inside. Yeah. And just I, like I, against City. I, I think that... I think maybe he had a little look... I think... Do you know what? I think he had a... I, if I'm, I'm trying to read what Arteta was thinking, I think he had a little look at it against Watford because, you know, Troy Deeney up against yeah. two would be like, same as Giroud, not a lot of pace, but, you know, Troy Deeney can... Bu- I thought Troy Deeney bullied us a little bit, like, you know, physically. Giroud yeah. would do the same to two. I think, it, it, you know, yeah. what what will happen is, as Kev's right, if he goes past the fullback, one of our defenders has got to come out. Got to shift. Yeah. And, and and then you're you've got Giroud one on one with with and I think that he will outdo us there like you know what I mean so I think that we've got to keep a back three so that we don't let him get on top of us bully us like you know and I think that yeah you you know once you went round um, in the game against Watford as soon as you got past the fullback you know they was running into Wakers and uh, oh don't 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 get me like panicking like you know what I mean? well I so think I the think thing that, is though Lee. The thing is, with this four at the back against Watford, I think Kev's right. He was trying it. The reason is, he's running out of defenders. That's why. And I think he's thinking, do you know what? I'll just play the four here and see how we get on. We've got, I don't fancy Socrates. Mustafi's injured. And of course, Pablo Marie's out as well. We're running out of options. We're going to have to play Tierney in a back three. So, or Kalasanak. So let's see what the back two can do with Holden and Luiz. And it was a disaster. So he yeah. will not go back to that. I don't think tomorrow. I think it should be Tierney holding Luiz. And then I was, as I said, 
say, play Maitland-Niles and Saka as the two wing-backs personally, but I think he'll probably go with Bellerin and Maitland-Niles like he did against Man City. Yeah. I believe the three, the three kind of threats are Giroud, Willian and Pulisic because they're the ones that are going to be flinging those balls into the box for us to try and uh, defend against. I think it's very harsh on, on Saka. I'm going to be honest. I don't know what Kevin feels about. Yeah, he's been frozen out a bit, hasn't he? Yeah. But I think you've got to play exactly the same team that played against Man City. But obviously, Mustafi's injured, so you bring in Holden. Holden, and that Holden is, comes Yeah, and, and that has really been tough on Saka. But I just think that it was such a good performance. I can't see us not going down that route again. I know that we're going to have Eddie on the bench because he wasn't on the bench for this one to, to come on if things are not going well. And I, and I think that Saka could come on a later impact, stage. I think, impact yeah, sub. The impact sub. Like. Impact and I think sub. That, that could be a bit tough on him, but I think it's still a, an important pivotal role for him as well. So, you know, but that's how and I the reason go. I've, the, the reason I went for Maitland-Niles just just purely because I, I worry about Bellerin uh, anyway as a fullback. I, I don't feel, I feel Maitland-Niles has got the attributes to be a fantastic fullback. I really do believe that. And also what he does, he makes Pepe play better. And the reason he makes Pepe play better is because Bellerin cuts inside. What does Pepe do? Cuts inside. So you need someone to go on the outside of Pepe and Maitland-Niles is happy to do that. He's the only one I believe that's happy to take a player on and whip a ball across. And that's why I'd play Maitland-Niles. Now I'd play him there, which means left back position. Obviously, I don't want Kalasanak because Tierney's going to be in the back three. So that leaves Saka to play there. And I think he has been a little bit frozen out, perhaps. And like you say, Lee, it is a little bit harsh, but I feel it's also a little bit harsh on Maitland-Niles. I'm not quite sure that both, either of them deserve to miss out on this. No. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. But I feel the fullbacks is a, a real good position personally i don't know about you kev well for me it, the, the key to this is the details the small details of who you're playing against because maitland niles isn't a left back but he put him left back and he put tierney there because there was a distinct threat from a mares with a kyle walker going beyond beyond yeah so they obviously they would have had to double up so Maitland-Niles could deal with Maris, and when Maris cuts inside, you tend to see Kyle Walker be bombing down. But Tierney could always get out there because he's quick and he's aggressive like that. That's why that happened. That's why probably Saka wasn't chosen to play that role because his first thought is attack as opposed to defend. Now, in a final, if you play Saka there and you come unstuck, Mikel Arteta will kick himself to say, you know, I should have gone with the defensive. We, we've got enough going forward and yeah. we can plan, we can game plan, we can bring them onto us and we can catch them on the break. But we've got to make sure the back door's closed. And I think that's what he's going to do. He's going to make sure we're tight. Chelsea cannot play through us. Set traps like he did against Man City. Set traps. And as soon as we win it, our quick boys get going and we can hurt them. Yeah, and we know, can hurt him. We can hurt right. him. So, go on, Lee. No, there's just one thing I think, and I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see the team. I don't know how you guys feel it, but I will be very, very disappointed if Maitland Niles is not playing tomorrow because he was outstanding against Sheffield United in the in the quarterfinals. He was outstanding in the semi final. For him to be left out in the final would be, I'm not saying, you know, sentimental comes into football and all that. I know, I know but you've got to be ruthless. But I just think. That if anybody deserves to play in this final, it is him because he's been that that good in the the last couple of games. Now, 
you know, I'm, I'm, I'll be disappointed. You know, I've, I've seen rumours that he might be leaving and all that. I'll be very, very disappointed for him because he's 22 years of age and I think that he's starting to blossom into a, a good player. Now, Kevin and, and he'll this, play anywhere, Lee. He'll play yeah. anywhere, Lee, Lee, as well. Kevin is important. This more than anybody. You know, 22 still young. You know what I mean? He, he, he might not... Some, some players mature earlier than others and it just seems to me that we're just starting to see him mature a little bit in his attitude and everything like that. And, you know... Playing on the left hand side, like, like Kevin, Kevin would say this. Kevin's had to play out on the left hand side, and he's probably disappointed, but does it for the team. And 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 Maitland Niles done it for the team, didn't sulk, went and done it. And I quite like that attitude of someone that's prepared to just go and play on the left hand side, prepared to go, you know, put his his self personal stuff out, yes, out the way, yeah, yeah. Out, out the way at twenty two years of age. I think you know. He deserves a little bit more credit than what he's getting, I think. And I'll be very, very disappointed if he's not in that. And Lee, and Lee, I said this to Kevin the other night on the guest who's coming to dinner. We did a special and uh, about Maitland Niles. He has kept now Traore quiet, Mares quiet, yeah. Zaha quiet, and Martial quiet. So if he can keep Willian or Pulisic quiet, whatever way they set up, then it's going to be that guy. So we've got to, he's got to play, as far as I'm concerned, Maitland Niles. Yeah, he, he will start. He will start. I, I'm, I'm convinced. I'm convinced because I don't think Kalashinac is going to start. No chance. He'll be on the bench um, yeah. on a needs-must basis. I, I just think we're, we're... David Luiz, who is a much maligned character at times, was immense in the semi-final yeah. against Man City. But he's, he's so much better with his distribution and with his, with his positional play in a free because he knows he's got help pretty close to him. Now, I agree. Yeah. You know, again, it might be a little, it might be just a little tweak to the system with Giroud there because, because they know Giroud can't hurt, hurt them, but they can't give themselves too big of a gap because if Pulisic or William get free, you ain't catching these boys because they're quick boys. So it might be, whereas we held the edge of the box, it might be five five yards or ten yards outside the box. Because Giroud yeah. won't want to be going that way. He's going to want to sit around the box and set tee up. So, you know, good managers and coaches work the strikers. I'm a striker. I don't like going towards my own goal. I like hanging around the box. You know, goal hanging. We like hanging around the box so when a chance comes, we could bury it. You know what I mean? That's what we love. We don't like going back towards our own goal when the, when the defence shifts up. So, I think there's going to be a little bit of cat and mouse going on uh, with with Giroud. And uh, i tell you what I do see. When Chelsea play into Giroud, I could see aggressive defending going after that first ball. Because if you stop Giroud getting hold of the ball, you, you nullify Chelsea. Could, you could absolutely throw, nullify Chelsea. Could I throw in a curveball here, Frank Lampard? Would, could you think he would... I think everybody's sort of saying that Giroud's going to play. Do you think he could chuck one in here, put a little curveball in here and play Ambrose? No, well, uh, Giroud's uh, uh, going to play. Hey, no, Lee. If he does that, it's, it, we, Arteta's won. You think about it. He's your form striker. Yeah? He's your form striker, Giroud, scoring goals regularly. And just for a tweak of the system, you leave him out. Hey, listen, that's perfect for us. That's perfect for us. Yeah. Because all uh, the others 
ain't as lethal as him. I just think with Abraham, he, he just um, can do the channels and like you know. I just think that maybe he's just trying to chuck. I don't know. You no, know I mean? no, Lee, Lee, that's a valid question. Of course it is. But do you know what? For all running the channel, he let him run the channel because you know what? He can run the channel. When he's out in the channel, he ain't. We won't be in the box for the cross. So I don't mind that. Giroud is not running any channel. He's going to be on the end of crosses coming into the box. And that's why he's so effective. He hasn't got the speed, but that's why he's effective. He gets across people and he's good at it. Well, we've seen it for years at Arsenal and he's now doing it at Chelsea. I think I said I, Ambrose, didn't I? I like, yeah, yeah okay. but we, we know you mean, Abraham. We know you mean, mate. We know you mean, mate. We're used to it, it, used no, to it by you're now, You're talking mate. about Kirtley Ambrose. <laughs> I'm not talking about it. I'm thinking of watching the old West Indies cricket. Kirtley <laughs> Ambrose coming. <laughs> It's ugly, I'm hundred mile an hour falls at you. I must admit, though, guys, when it comes to Giroud, because I don't think people appreciate Giroud until he's left Arsenal now. I'm talking about not just Arsenal fans. He was quite an underrated striker, uh, but also Chelsea now fans now all of a sudden love him. They weren't really a fan when he was at Arsenal. So he is going to be the danger man, 100%. We're going to come to our danger man in a minute. But Kev, I've got a super chat here that I want to give to you. Bill, thank you very much for your kind donation. There you go, Lee. We've got a Big Mac meal oh, there, mate. Big That's Mac, lovely. Thank you very much, Kevin. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Kev, was it weird uh, for you and Arsenal playing Sheffield Wednesday in three finals in 93? And was there a different vibe prepping for a European final? What do you think to that, mate? Yeah, yeah, there was. Uh, was it weird? Um, yeah, it was weird. You know, after we played the League Cup final and, and then you... It, thing is, we knew we had them in both finals. So the key was, right, let's win the first one. We get the first one won, and then both teams know each other. So it's just a matter of who can, who can be most consistent on the day. And then you add a little wrinkle into a free kick or something because they set up for a free kick. They caught us out with a free kick, if you remember rightly. Yeah, I think it was the League Cup. They caught us out. John Arks got us. Yeah, but John Arks. That's right. John yeah, Arks got us with yeah. a free kick. So, you know, straight away, we're alert to everything. Looking at where players are, you know, that finer detail. And then going to the FA Cup final, we fancied our chances on the Saturday. You know, we took the lead. They equalised. It finished 1-1. And then you're playing each other in the third in the third game now. There's not much George Graham needed to say. We'd played each other twice in the league that season, twice in the cup finals, and it was a matter of, look, let's get our noses in front and see if we could take them out. Don't forget, they had a couple of chances where they could have put us to the sword in the uh, in the replay, didn't. And then, obviously, last minute, Andy Lidigan comes up with a with a goal that went through yeah, Woodsy's yeah. hands, and you know, and, and we're happy. And then you go, you take that, and then you go on to a European stage, where European football is so much different than than English football. Crash bang wallop, wallop in English football. You know the referees referee different, and you've got to do your you do a lot of film film study on on the opposition because you don't play against them, you don't really know them. So we've done a lot of video, a lot of analysis, understanding how they play. Plus we lost Wrighty, we lost John Jensen, we lost Martin Keown, we lost. We lost quite a few players from that squad, so it was kind of like a patchwork Depleted, squad. Yeah. yeah, patchwork squad um, put together. But again, George Graham's mentality, 
we look at the details and nobody cares how you place about winning. So everybody had their jobs to do. You do your jobs. We know they're free-flowing. They've got Zola, Kripa, Aspria, um, Brolin, all these guys, Benarivo and all these guys. Top players, stick to our game plan, guys. We can beat them. Stick to our game plan. Smudger comes up with the goods. 1-0 to the Arsenal. Oh, Job done. Man. Job done. Job done. Amazing. You know what I mean? Job Go done. But... Because going back to that 93 one, didn't they tinker with it a little bit? Because if I remember rightly, I'm not 100% sure. I know Ray Parler didn't play. He got left out. He played in the first game, but got left out in the the, the, the replay. The, and didn't the, Alan Smith come into it? And then you yeah, went Yeah, and the I moved right, wide right. Yeah, I moved wide right. So that, little, that, that little, little twist. Yeah. Exactly. That little twist. And if you, if you remember rightly, again, we had chances. I think we hit the inside of the post and we've done yeah. all sorts. So we could have been out of sight. And then, just like any good team, you never have the whole 90 minutes to yourself. The opposition are a good team. They always have a chunk of the game that make you nervous, make the fans nervous. And Sheffield Wednesday had their part of the game. And, you know, I think Brighty went close with one and and, and that I type of thing. So, scored, like, yeah, yeah so. you know, so... <laughs> Chris Waller was a good player in that, in that final. He played, certainly in the replay, yeah. he played well in the replay. I mean, when you look at their side, I mean, they had Viv That's Anderson play. played. Viv Anderson, Carl yeah. Palmer was there. You know, David Hurst with um, uh, Brighty up top. Chrissy Waddle. You know, they had a, they had a good side. They are yeah. a really good side. Really good side. But again, it's the small margins. And we, we tended to come out on top against these sides. And we've done that against Palmer as well. But what I've got to say about Palmer... The Arsenal fans in Denmark were absolutely unbelievable. We knew we had a depleted squad, but the fans were it were immense, mate. I swear to you, absolutely I, immense. I, I think that's a great point, and that's about tomorrow as well. Always, when I've been to finals, you know what I mean. Arsenal always support in the final has always been incredible. Incredible. I agree. You know, they, I agree. They, 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 they slag off, you know, the Emirates. That's um, you know the library and all that, but when when we become one at, at Wembley, we we out seeing every team with with yeah. without a shadow of a doubt. Our away support, uh, well, our cup final support. I'm not going to say away support. Incredible, is yeah. incredible, absolutely yeah. incredible. Going to be missed tomorrow, like you know. Yeah, so. I agree. I agree. I agree. Yeah, it's going to be weird without fans, Lee. Obviously, we're both gutted because we should be going there, and I, I actually have got. The British Grand Prix and Wembley tomorrow, that's both on. Uh, I should have been going to both because they should have been on different dates. But I can't go to them. But I'm still buzzing for it and still looking forward to it. And Arsenal win, trust me, will make me forget about that. But we talk about danger men and Kev, you were a danger man. We've got our own danger man in, in Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. And I just think this guy is going to be so important for us tomorrow, as he always is. And I just want him to have the kind of game which says, look, I care about this club and I want to be here and I'm going to prove that I want to be here by putting on a performance and, and getting a couple of goals for the Arsenal. Lee judges, how good is this guy? Because I just love him. I love the guy. Do you know what? On that preview show, I said, like, you know, this, this is where Aubameyang's got to turn up. He's got to be the... He, you he, did, yeah. I said, he has got to be the man. Ten minutes into the game, he gets a chance, and I'm, I'm saying, to him, Wait a minute, he ain't the answer. He's not the answer. I tell you, what, he's had that one chance. He's ruined it. Like, oh, he's got to finish that. Blah blah. 
next minute though, the ball comes across. I think an even harder chance. Harder chance, yeah. Chance that was made, it, made, made it look easy. Oh, he's got a sign. Got a sign. <laughs> <laughs> but he, I'll tell you what, he proved a lot of doubters wrong that day because I, I, I get fed up, right? And I, um, I get fed up with people questioning Thierry Henry because he didn't have a great record in an FA in, in cup finals. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I never scored because he never scored for Arsenal in the final. But you, but it ain't always about the final. There's other games and whatever, like, you know, and sometimes in a final, uh, it, it, it's, it, sometimes it is the unsung heroes that get the yeah. glory because yeah. the, 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 the main guys are marked out of the games. You know what yeah. I mean? I think it's, it's Lee, Lee, I can guarantee you the first thing that an opposition will do when you play against Daniel Henry is say he does not score. Score exactly. You know? Anybody else? I don't mind being beaten by Burkamp. I don't mind being beaten by Perez. Anyone else? Just not Henry because you know if he gets going, you could be two, three down before you even know about it. So yeah, it, it, they exactly. scheme against that. Yeah, exactly. And and you know and and I think that he was as well as. So this is, you know, I think sometimes this is why the forwards get all the glory and they love being a forward. Because I think in that game, in my opinion, David Louise was man of the match. You know what I mean? I thought he was actually... Yeah, he was. But Aubameyang gets the two two goals and everybody goes, well, you've got to give it to him because he scored the two goals. He's the match winner. And that's how football is. You know what I mean? So he's going to live and die with that. You know what I mean? Um, I thought Lacazette was absolutely outstanding in that game. He's hold up playing everything there. But it is... You know, ultimately, the fans love the goal. So, you know, I think he's a massive, massive player tomorrow for us. You know what I mean? Because he will get a chance against Chelsea and he's got to take it. You know what I mean? And, and Kevin will tell you this. There's pressure on that when you know that you, you, you're, you're, the man. Gonna, you're the man. You've got one chance. You've got to take it. Uh, it. You know, it might not come around again, you know. And the, and the way we're probably going to sit up tomorrow, it's going to be like... Um, it's going to be like uh, one or two chances. That's that's it. And if there is a little bit of a criticism of Aubameyang and Lacazette, sometimes they're not ruthless enough. And that is my only criticism. Like, you know, we've missed a few chances before. So this is a big, big game. You know what I mean? Like, even against, you know, when we lost to Spurs the other week, Aubameyang had two good chances in that game and he missed them. But if he gets those sort of chances in this game, he has got to take them. If he takes them and we defend really, really well, I honestly think we're, we're, that we'll win the game. And he is a key player. You know, Kevin knows, you know, about these. Everybody thinks goal scoring is the easiest thing to do. It's the hardest thing to do on a football pitch. I don't, I don't care what anybody says. Playing up front's the hardest thing. You've got your back to goal. You've got to do this and do that. You've got the pressure as well. And the pressure that comes with it. And that is why they get paid the big bucks. And that is why they get the glory. And that is why no one in their team likes them because they get all the glory. You know what I mean? But that is what they do. And, you know, I'll play well every game. And, like, you know, Kevin will go and tap in two goals. And, uh, you know, Kevin's a hero. And that is our football. Well, I've got you your win bonus, haven't I, Lee? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. There you go. You see, you're happy now, aren't you? You see? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's how it is. It's it's not changed from from our day to to now day. You know, they're still the, the main players in the team. I know you've got to defend well. But they're still, if you haven't got no one to put that ball in the back of the net, it doesn't matter how well you defend. So you've got to defend well and you've got to rely on your your, your, your goal scorers up front. Your Lee Dan, Aubameyang's. Lee you Dan here's a question for you. Did Aubameyang play well in the semi-final against Man City? 
<laughs> good question, you know. Yeah, yeah you see, he, he done all right, but he didn't have a didn't have a great game to say yeah, he was unbelievable. He, but what he done, he done his job. He, yeah, he, he had three chances in the game and took two. That is a good ratio. Yeah. Now, if you're Chelsea, Chelsea are gonna what? What do you reckon Chelsea's gonna say? Chelsea gonna say we've got to stop Aubameyang. We've got to stop Aubameyang. He's the he's he's the most dangerous man at Wembley tomorrow. Everybody knows that. Yeah. If we stop Aubameyang, we stop Arsenal, and that's why yeah. I'm hoping the likes of Pepe and Lacazette, if or whoever starts or whatever, they come to the fore because they've got to be free threats. They've got to be multiple threats. You can't just rely on Aubameyang tomorrow. We get our noses in front. I don't care who scores. And then they have to open up. And once they open up, then we could start to play through yeah. them. But, you know, if you're Chelsea, Chelsea are going to say, whatever happens, we make sure we stop Aubameyang. I think that's great. I think that's a great shout. And that's a great question as well. Did Aubameyang play well? I'm sitting there thinking, he must have. He scored two goals. Do you know what I mean? But when you think about it, he, he was just he all right. He yeah, he was <laughs> yeah. all right. He'd done, he'd done a good, good job. But he wasn't. He didn't play unbelievably well to say he's mad at a match. That's right. Louise That's played right. well to yeah. say he's mad in a match. But as Lee says, when you get the two goals, you get the glory. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely and I, I right. think Lacazette was outstanding in that game, by the way. His hold up play was absolutely outstanding on the day. But, you know, if he'd have scored the two goals, everybody would be talking about him. It's something. Yeah. I think, you know, when, when you're a forward, it's a very, very difficult, fine line between being good and great and whatever. Because a hold-up play is, is is a key thing. I think the Bamiang's hold-up play is poor, by the way. You know what I mean? It ain't, it's ain't not great. good with his back to goal, Lee. You're right. With, you know no, what I mean? And no. that's that's an art in itself. You know, because you've you've you know it's changed over the years. It was tougher in, in Kevin's day when before he could because they used to tackle come from, behind, out, you know? come from behind. Come from behind, get one free. Yeah, you get one free. Yeah, you, you, you know. So you always had one free. Lovely. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, those, so those days. You know, are not there, but it's still an art. It's still an art, and um, but you know, you can have uh, what's it? What's his name at um, Sheffield United? McGoldrick does all the work, right? Holds all up that, but straight away, they, the first thing anybody says, he's only got one goal this season. So straight away, you're judged on your goals. You know what I mean? And and when you put a Bamiang's goal record up there, it is absolutely out it's of outstanding. It's out of this it world. It's outstanding. You know, it's, it's outstanding. Oh, it's ridiculous. So straight well, away, you don't point. care about the ones that is coming off his shin when he's holding up playing because you turn around and go, that's not what he's about. It is about the goal scoring. You know, I, I look at Ian Wright when he first came, Kevin Atelier, he was a little bit not, not great hold up play. He got better as he... As he yeah, as he, he had to learn. He had to yeah, learn. Yeah. The Arsenal way. Yeah, he had to learn. He got on, you know what I mean? So, you know... And, and and you add pitch to your game. Kevin would be the same as well. Kevin was all about goals when he's going into the team. Then they turn around and say, "Well, that ain't that ain't enough. You've got that to ain't do enough. This, you play for that. Arsenal. Yeah, so you've got to have more strings mm. to your bow. Yeah. You can't just be I'm getting. I'm going to one who gets the goals. You've got to contribute to the team. You've got to hold it up because what 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 George Graham always used to say is as well. Certain games you won't get the chances. Somebody else will get the chances. But the only way they're going to get the chance is if you do your part. If you do your part holding it up, 
bring Spot other on. people into Spot play. On. Other people's like Merce is going to get the opportunities, or you know, Anders or someone. So you've got to develop like that. And you know, that's the way it is. So I don't care if Pepe don't play well, Abamyang don't play well, and Lacazette don't play well, and they get a goal each. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't yeah, mind. Yeah. I, I agree. I totally agree. You know, it's not all. It ain't about. Listen, I'll tell you what. I watched a great thing the other day. Uh, it was called Alfie's Boys or something. It was talking about the World Cup in um, uh, '66. Now, my dad, staunch Arsenal, can't stand Spurs. Jimmy Greaves was a Spurs player at the time, and turns around and says he's the best goal scorer that he's ever seen. Yeah, up there, bar bar, the the best, you know. Yeah. But when it comes to the World Cup. He, he, he got left got, out, didn't he? Got left out. Goals wasn't enough, Kev, was it? It was, yeah. you know, he needed to be a all team round. player, you he know? needed you all round, yeah. Yeah, you know, and so even in 66, you know what I mean? That, that, that's what was happening, you know? So, you know, but maybe that's why maybe no one's, and I don't mean this disrespectful to, to Aubameyang, maybe like the, 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 the elite European teams haven't come for him because even though his goals record is great, there's other parts of his game that maybe not as strong as... They should be. I, I don't know. The, you know what I mean? The main thing for me, I think Lacazette, Pepe and Aubameyang all have to have a good game tomorrow because all 11 of us need to have a good game tomorrow. Mm. Plus the subs. If we want to win this game, everyone's got to be on point as far as I'm concerned. Um, guys, we're going to do some predictions quick. Karen's put up this question and we're going to find out the answers to it. Do Dan Lee and Kev think it's going to go to extra time or will it be one in normal Ooh. time? Uh, for I'm going to start with my prediction. Okay. I'm going to start with my prediction. Boys, I think this is going to be goals galore tomorrow. I just don't know what tells me. I think there's going to be some goals and we're going to see some real good football and it's going to be a cracking final. A lot of people have said they're nervous. It's going to be cagey. Both managers want it. It might be a 1-1 go to extra time. I'm going to go for a 3-2 Arsenal win. I think we're going to win 3-2 and I think we're going to win 3-2 in 90 minutes. I think it is going to be an absolute cracker because both teams struggle at the back. Right, so we're going to see some goals, I believe. I think Aubameyang is going to get be on point and want this so badly, uh, but unfortunately, I can't see us keeping a clean sheet. So I'm going to go for three two to the Arsenal. Come on, you Arsenal, Kev. What do you reckon, mate? I've said it all week. I think Arsenal are going to win the game two one. Um, I don't. I can't. Nice, nice um, question by Karen. Yeah. I don't think it's going to. I don't think it's going to go to extra time. I think it's going to be one inside the 90 and an injury time. And um, I think Aubameyang is going to be the difference. I just think he is because him playing out a position actually helps him get free, if that makes sense, because he plays out there and then he's going to move inside. When he moves inside, nobody really can pick him up. So that's why I think we're going to win the game. And uh, I think it's going to be tight. But Arsenal are going to prevail 2-1. Man, it's looking good so far. Lead judges, what do you think? Well, I, I won't be out there in the extra time. I'll say that now. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know about, I, I don't know about the, on the When they shine it on the TV, every little detail is shown and it's, it makes it even worse. You know what I mean? Like if there's a, 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 a miss or a free kick that shouldn't be a free kick, they show it 10 times. When you're watching it in live, you don't see things like that, you know. You just see one thing, and you know. So if they, 
So, like, I want this over in 90 minutes, you know what I mean? Unless it's, unless we're not winning. But um, I honestly think that it'd be 1-1 one, one for, for a long part of the game. And in the last 10 minutes, I, I think whoever scores that goal will go on and win it 3-1. But I'm just hoping that it'll be Arsenal. I think that... Um, I think that if we're if they say like we're two one up with ten minutes to go, I, I think they'll be going for it and they'll leave themselves open and 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 we we might hit them on the break again, you know. So uh, I just like you know come on like like, like the game against City was hard, but when we got that second goal, it was it was you know nice. I just don't <laughs> want to be. I've got no nails as it is, you know what I mean? Like, but I, 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 I just you know I, I think that we're. I th- uh, Craig just put it on there. If we defend well, I think we win, and I think that we will defend well. I think we get, they're, they're they're good enough to get a goal. I, I, as much as we've done well against Manchester, we rode our luck a little bit to get a clean sheet that time. Whether we can do that or not, I don't know. But like you know, oh, listen, I'd love us to win two 0 Would be a fantastic result, wouldn't it? Two 0 Oh, cool, oh, yeah. But I, I just think three one. I think that they're, that they 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 will nick a goal. So uh, they, I think don't you think we've got to score first. Lee, don't you think? Because when I looked at that, obviously we we won on the Saturday, and then I watched the, the the Man United Chelsea game on the Sunday. Man United gifted Chelsea yeah, gifted, the game, gifted them. Yeah, they give them the game. They you know they didn't really create that much to say right. Yeah, their goals. The goals were gifts. Yeah, goalkeeper had a nightmare, didn't he? Absolute, absolute, absolute oh, stinker, atrocious. Yeah. yeah, and then obviously the old G as well. So. You know that. Listen, uh, that's what get. That's what absolutely filled me with a bit of joy. I'm thinking, hold on a minute. Manchester United are playing crap, and Chelsea haven't really opened them up as such. Yeah, that's They've, a great you know, point. It's the goalkeeper straight at the goalkeeper. It's gone through him, yeah. and and all stuff like that. You know, it's it's crazy, man. So, you know, as long as we defend right, I, I fancy our chances big time. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm, if we do we've got to defend well but we've also got to take our chances as well boys you know we cannot let it slip when it comes to being one-on-one and goal if we get the opportunity let's hope right. that the free up front bury it bury it for us you know uh boys i've got asked this before we finish uh earlier to ask and i'm going to go first to give you boys a bit of a, a couple of minutes to think about yours but i've been asked for my favorite Arsenal FA Cup final goal, okay? Uh, and it took Ooh. me a while, to be honest, because we've scored some absolute crackers. But I've picked one easy, from my easy. era. Easy, come on, Dan. <laughs> easy, that is. <laughs> I've picked one from my from my era just because it meant so much to me and I think I've celebrated it most. And it's probably not one that you, you, you kind of think I'm going to go for. But it is against Chelsea. So it kind of fits in with this podcast. Um they were two absolute crackers in this game in 2002. Ray Parler scored an absolute weldie. But mm. the one that I'm going to pick is Freddie Lundberg's. I just think the way that he took that on, he put John Terry, who, by the way, was a strong centre-half, just flicked him aside and then just curled it into that top corner. So I've gone for him just above Ray Parler's in that game. Uh, and I absolutely loved Freddie that season with his red air. That 2002 side we had was class. So for me... I'm going to go with Freddie Lundberg against Chelsea. Um, Kev, over to you. Uh, listen, <laughs> I, I've, I've, uh, listen, I've said this before and I'm going to say it again. It's this takes me, this memory takes me back to 1979. 
It wasn't a <laughs> it wasn't the, it, it, have I nicked yours, Lee? Have yeah, I nicked it? Yeah, have I nicked it? All right, well, we, we could share it, right? We, we could it, share right. it. Now, Arsenal, we're cruising at 2 0 up against <laughs> Manchester United. Gordon McQueen pulls a goal back. Yeah, fair enough. And then Sammy McElroy does amazing in the box and equalises. And I am absolutely distraught. I'm nine years old. Me and my pals are there. I'm gutted. Kickoff happens and I'm, I, I, I think I've still got my head in my hands. And I look up and Liam Brady goes on amazing. Pass it to Rixie. Rixie crosses it. And then Sunderland at the back post goes, well, we're bolt out the house then. We're in the street <laughs> dancing. We're giving it all that. That, to me, was the most important Arsenal FA Cup goal for me. Nine years old and it still lives with me today because I, I still feel so energised about it. Seconded by <laughs> Andy Linigans, by the way. So, yeah, that, that one. That is the one. Andy Linigans was more relief, I'll tell you, like, you know what yeah. I mean? Because we thought that was going to penalties and, like, there was never no penalties. It was the first team penalties. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he just... When he scored that, that was just sheer utter relief when that one went in. That was a great day. Um, but I'd have to say the two fights, like the Chelsea final, the best final I've been to for atmosphere, the way we played, and that was the Chelsea one last. We, we was written off. Yeah. yeah, we was written off going in that game. We amazing, had no defenders. And we, we put in a masterclass that day. It was great performance. And the, the atmosphere and everything, that was a great goal. So Aaron Ramsey's goal, and that one was 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 great. Also, he's won against Hull. I think you know that for the importance of, of, of yeah. you know we hadn't won yeah. a trophy for a long while. It was that. But for me, Alan, said, oh, do you know what? It was on the telly the other day, and you know how many times have I seen that game or goal? You know what I mean. But when he when he when he goes across and it goes in, oh, you, you cannot. It's like Mickey Thomas's goal. Yeah, you cannot is. help but jump up. <laughs> And just relive it all there because what Kevin's saying is the emotions of that game is that you know like we're, we're Kevin's nine, I'm eleven. So like uh, you're on the were, height, aren't you, Lee? You're on the height, and then you're just... the game. Just it's just it was a, oh, it was just it was it was a cruise. It was a Liam Brady masterclass. Frank yeah. Stapleton made it two 0 You're just thinking this is great. You know what I mean? We just lost to Ipswich a year before, which we should never you know uh, we should never have lost, that, should yeah. never lost to that second division side. You know what I mean? Like, but this was this was it, you know what I mean? It was a cruise control. And then all of a sudden, typical, you know, and realistically, it sums up our young Arsenal lives because we we're going to go through the mill tenfold later on in our lives. It was just yeah. it, it was just prepping us for our life as an Arsenal fan. <laughs> yes, yeah. you know I mean? like, prepping us, you know what I mean? And then the elation when that goal went. And again, it was relief and but you, if you if you never ever see you know the youngsters just go and go on YouTube out and watch it. Oh my Alan God. Sunderland's face as he runs away. It's just you know, and Man United are a big club as well. Of course, it's always nice to turn one over them. Like yeah. you know what I mean. So yeah. um, it was a great, uh, a great, um, great, great uh, occasion. You know, and 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 we, you know we lost to West Ham the following year, so it was never who were in the second division. I think like Ipswich were not. I don't know if Ipswich were in the, were they in the first division. I'm not sure. But they weren't, they weren't, you know, we were Stonewall favourites to win yeah. the two finals. And the Man United won. They, they were favourites. favourites yeah. You know, and, and we turned it around. So sometimes it's it's not always great being the favourite. So that could be another good thing for us tomorrow. Well, Chelsea are the favourites in this one, Lee, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, of course. Yeah. And um, we, we, I like it that way. I do. I like it that way. 
Yeah, it's I, I worked think, for us in the past. <laughs> yeah, it's worth. You know, you look at the game against Hull. You know what I mean? I know it sounds silly, but I don't know about you, but I just thought, well, we're going to turn up. We're going to win this. You know what I mean? Kid Christ, or might we two nil down after five minutes? You know, well, what I mean? and then he went free. Do you remember oh, we nearly went free? Yeah, yeah, free. Kieran Gibbs. Do you remember think, Kieran Gibbs with a header? If oh, it weren't for that, it would have been three nil. And then then we get the goal from Santa Cazula, and you think, right, that's it. Now we're gonna we're gonna start. Oh no, no, no! It didn't like. You know I mean, that game turned by the way when when. A certain Sonogo come on. He changed it. Yeah, you got, yeah. I've got to admit, he changed it, didn't he? He you changed know I mean? the cup changed it. Do you know what I'm saying? Just give us a little bit of a plan B sort of thing. And because he got the goal, and, and then you think we're going to go on and we, yeah, we have to go to extras. Do you remember Giroud? Shouldn't mention his name. Had a great, great effort, which just yeah, you know, you know what I mean. You think, oh, it's going close, to very oh, close. Yeah, yeah, close. And then Aaron put in a fantastic finish. So you know that was a great, <laughs> great final, but. I don't that, think but that was relief that because yeah. Arsenal were the overwhelming favourites for that one. Yeah. You know, and to then, win yeah, that one, Lee. You know what I mean? So it was yeah. relief to get over the line in that one. And as Craig said, you Absolutely. know, in the 79 final, I had air. So, yeah, so it was a great A <laughs> <laughs> uh, mullet, apparently. Is that right? Well, I don't know about a mullet. A oh, mullet right. in 79. Listen, I had a throw, man. I had a throw oh, like oh, Alan yeah, Sutherland, yeah. man. <laughs> I tell you what, I, I, my mum was an hairdresser, like you know, and um, believe it or not, so uh, and like <laughs> I had a perm at one stage. I have to pull out some fun. I don't know if it was around about that time. I had, yeah, that was a quite, you know, like Kevin had the afro and I had, had perm. That was quite like you know, starskin up sort of thing. So Saturday night fever stuff. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> that was a great one, like, you know, so great. Time. I must admit, there's there's a lot in the chat. There's a lot of great goals that we've scored. Some of them we've not mentioned. Charlie George, seventy-one. We've oh, mentioned yeah, the one yeah. that I actually yeah. I no, know really Charlie George. No, I was I was that was yeah. the year I was born. So well, it's I, a great goal. Don't... <laughs> don't get me wrong. It's a, it's a great goal, but you know I'm talking about my experience really. So yeah, you know, I'm not taking here, anything away from from Charlie. Like you know. Absolutely. I went with my era just for, for that pure fact. 79, I, I wasn't about, unfortunately. But a that great a, one that, that I did think of, actually. Game. I'll tell you what, another one another one I did think of, actually, which I loved and was there for, was the Sanchez one against Villa. That was an absolute banger. Oh. Absolute banger, you know. Yeah. And a few people have spoken about Cazorla's free kick, which we mentioned. So plenty of cup final goals. And let's hope, yeah. boys, that yeah, Arsenal score a couple more tomorrow. Was, was, was a lovely cup final. because. <laughs> But I know it sounds silly. It was oh, it was too man. comfortable. So you never really had the emotion. You know when the game against Chelsea? Yeah, you're right. You never had the emotion about it. You know what I mean? It was 2-0 up, 3-0 up. And you know what I mean? Like, we want five. We want five. You know, in the cup final. It ain't, it weren't the, it was a great cup final, but it wasn't ledged because we was, I know, oh, I'd love to have that. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> That's I what I mean. Like, what are you moaning about? Jeez. <laughs> what are you moaning about? <laughs> it was only 4 0. <laughs> it was only 4. <laughs> it was only 4 0. But, like, you know, oh, so, so you'd, you'd die for one of those finals tomorrow. Oh. But, but it, you know, when you had that, when it's that closeness, I suppose, you know what it's I mean? The edge. There's an edge to it, isn't there? There's an edge to it. And we've had the edges, you know, I mean, we've, we've some of them, like, you know, you know, like the one with Kevin saying in '93, that was on a Thursday night. Yeah. And, um, we got we got to King's Cross, and we, that's that's it. We couldn't. We were stuck in King's Cross and waiting waiting for the old night bus to come. But did we care? Did we? No. Ever 
was not like that. We've won the cup, you know what I mean? And that's that's what you're it's right. All about. You're right though. You're right though, Lee. It is about the, the the how it makes you feel, how you win. Because two of the ones that stick out are the one you spoke about, Ramsey against Chelsea in seventeen, because we were written off. But the other one, which we definitely didn't play well in, was the Man United on penos. Oh, you know? I, love I love that one. You know what I mean? That was a great oh, amazing it was final. But I, 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 you know, how can you say like I loved it because you know Man United were were moaning all the time and you know it's, you know <laughs> it, it, take a bit of that after what happened the year before or in in the season beginning of the season because of, of of the Old Trafford you know what I mean and, and the and the pizza. Uh, you know, what I mean, I love pizza now. I love it. Like, you know what I mean, but like these are the things that get you when you, when that game. You know, but listen, we've had some uh, without saying you know disappointing ones. The Southampton one, yeah, you know, it's the last FA Cup final. By the way, I went with my dad. You know, what I mean, uh, um, we uh, we went to together, and um, we only won that one nil. And I know this sounds bad, but we we lost the league the week the week before against. Um, yeah. Uh, Leeds, Leeds it? yeah, and we should have won it. You know what I mean? And uh, we was disappointed. <laughs> we, yeah, we I know, isn't it weird? Like you know what I mean? We was disappointed. So that's how that's how we were spoilt, like. Do you know what I mean? But we well, were spoilt, you know. So you know, listen, that was a great cup final, by the way, two thousand and five. But a disappointing one because someone's just put in there Patrick Vieira's last kick. You know what I mean? I, I, I never thought moving away yeah. from there that. That was the nah, last well, Roy Keane, Roy Keane and Patrick yeah. Vieira's last game for their clubs. Roy Keane yeah. and Vieira both left yeah. after that. Both. Crazy. Absolutely yeah. crazy. Uh, before we wrap up, guys, there's one more question, Kev, uh, and it comes from Craig. Let's hope we're doing this tomorrow. Kevin, what's it like to walk up those steps as a winner? Oh, what a good question. That's... Surely it's that's the... not Craig. It's sensible, that question. But go Listen, is that... <laughs> that, guys... Did you count them, Kev? Did you count them? Did I count? Did I act? Listen, I was too high, mate. But I tell you what, I would. This is the truth. Do you know when we're when we're young and we we're playing outside with the ball and you 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 know we've won the FA Cup and you you, you think about we're going up the steps, right? You you don't even you don't even really remember too much about going up the steps. It's you know when you actually get to the top of the steps and you turn and you you're looking out, so you've got the dignitaries on your right hand side. Obviously, you've got Tony Adams, you've got the, uh, D Dave Seaman, Lee Dixon, then myself, and then the other lot. It's when you it's when you go up and then you make that turn. You've got all the scarves on and you've got the hats and all that kind of thing. And you you, you turn and you look down and then you look out onto to what Wembley is. Because remember, we, that was the days of the Twin Towers and the long walk to the pitch. You remember all that was was there. You you know you've arrived then. You've done it. FA Cup final, you've done it. And it takes you back to being a kid. I was like a kid, mate. Honestly, it is such a special moment winning the FA Cup. And I will never, never, never get sick of Arsenal winning the FA Cup, mate. I'm telling you. Because it is still special. It's so special. And I've always been jealous, right? And I'm going to be there. Always been jealous of the fans that are always get by that bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I've never, whenever I've been to a cup fire, I've been nowhere near that. Near it, same. Nowhere <laughs> near. But they get to, to, you know, touch the players as they go up and all that. I, I, how did they all, how did you get those tickets? It was like, like unbelievable. It's like, random, you know isn't I mean? it? It's random. Yeah. Well, both sides, because when you're going up, 
you get to touch them. But when they're coming down, it's you get the happy team that you you get yeah, the happy yeah. team that you. So, oh, it's both yeah. sides, both sides. Yeah. No, but it's a, it's man. it's amazing, absolutely amazing feeling when that final whistle goes. It's relief because you know you want to win it so much. It's a special, special feeling, mate. A lot, you know, it's a special feeling, and you have to think this FA Cup, right? Believe it or not, has been going for a year because yeah. the, the teams start off in August. You know what I mean? The non-league, like wow. yeah, yeah, no, non-leagues, and then yeah. so they, they, and then they go all the way through. So this cup competition has been going on a year, nearly a year. I think it's like the end last week in August. I think they played the first uh, yeah. FA Cup prelim round. rounds, yeah. prelim rounds. You know what I mean? And and it's so you know so special to play you know, those lower those sort of rounds as well, like, do you know what I mean? You're trying to get into the to the first qualifying when you play, and then obviously like to get into the, to round one, you know, if you can ever get lucky enough to get into round one, you know what I mean? Yeah, Kevin, don't come into it. To no, well, three. you want to, yeah, no, but, right, the, right. The, but the, the money one is round three. That's yeah, where the big boys, yeah. so, big boys yeah. come <laughs> in, do you know what I mean? Like, but, you know, but it can make a difference. It can make a difference. It could keep the club um, going for 10, 15 years. Yeah, if you get the yeah. right draw, so you know it, the the the, the role, romance of the FA Cup is still there still if there, you get yeah. the right draw. Hundred percent, like you know. And I'll tell you what, we this is a, this is a, just for, for when we used to play, like we got knocked out in the third qualifying year. Then you'd say to the team that knocked us out, or I think it was Kettering, like you know, you'd follow it all the way through, and then you think like, oh, and then, oh, we could have that could have been us, been, you know, six yeah. years later, I could have played Arsenal, you know. I mean, yeah. what <laughs> That is a great the psychology mentality. For the FA Cup, like, so you'd look at it next round and say, oh, you know, we, well, we could have, I could have played Arsenal or Ivory that day. Like, you know what I mean? And but that's why it's so great, you know. That that's really why it's so such a great competition. But, but Lee, Lee, let me tell you, every round, everybody you beat every round thinks the same. Yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah let me tell you, everybody yeah. thinks the same. Because you always, that could have been us. You know, now Arsenal are in the final. You know, Sheffield United would have been think, fancying themselves. That could have been us. Yeah, yeah. You know, totally. if we'd have beaten them, we would, we could have won the semi, and now we're in the final. So everybody feels that way. You just got to win. Yeah, it's brilliant. That's, and that's what <laughs> that's that is the romance of it all, isn't it? That's why it makes it special. That's you know, why it's a special trophy, and, yeah. and that's why it's the cup that we love so much. And that's why it's the and it's cup a great that trophy. As well. It's a great looking trophy as well, isn't it? Like, oh, it is. I think it's just saying yeah. about it. You know, and we've uh, won it the most times. Let's add, let's add to it tomorrow. Exactly. Let's, let's it tomorrow. add to it yeah, tomorrow. You know, it. let's hope that, guys. We have come to the end. Um, but thank you both so so much, Lee. Hope you enjoyed that, mate. Um, you seem buzzing for it, man. Yeah, I, I love I love the FA Cup. Not just because we're, we're we're the best team in it, uh, I've won it the most, and I just growing up as a kid, whether it would be who was ever in the final, I used to love it. You know what I mean? Watching it. Um, you know, even when, when Spurs were playing QPR and, and Man City, I was desperate for those teams to win it. You know, unfortunately, they didn't. But just going through the one of the greatest cup finals, by the way, was uh, Coventry versus Spurs. When, when, when yeah. I love that. Oh, I love that day. That love that. Day. Love that day. Like, you know, so the GFA Cup's just been great all the way through. I think it was more special in the 80s and all that because that. It, me and Kevin were know this more than you, Dan. There weren't no live football. It was only, that was the only game. So, and it's just a special, special memories. And um, you know, thankfully, I've been able to to play in the FA Cup as as well hey, as. Hey guys, uh, can uh, I ask a question? Go on. You know, go back, on, Kev. just just before we finish, and for the people who are watching live, the FA Cup used to be an all day thing. 
Yeah. You used to get up in the morning. We used to plan. We used to get up in the morning. The boys and mates will come round and we can watch it all morning, all it's the way through. It's, it's a knockout. You know, you <laughs> see the players getting on the coach, the wives going, everything. Yeah. You used to watch it. They arrive at the at Wembley Stadium and then abide with me and, you know, meeting the dignitaries and all that kind of thing. And then the game. So it was you're worn out by the end by the end of the day. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Fantastic! You're so <laughs> it, right. It was a spectacle, and, and we you, need to get that back. Yeah, and you'd switch it over, wouldn't you? It was like ITV, ITV BBC. BBC. You'd, you'd, if, if it was something like maybe like I don't know, it was Arsenal Leeds or, or Arsenal whatever, like you know, oh, and they're putting a bit. You switch it on ITV, and there might be a bit about Arsenal again. Or yeah. you switch it over. It's just it was great, wasn't it? Because they'd have yeah. question of sport. Question of sport, final question of sport, and yeah, everything. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, and then they'd have like going into the hotels and the players cut. It's just, you know, like oh, they're, they're down for breakfast now, and it's just like you loved it, didn't you, Kev? You yeah, just, it was um, it was amazing. Watch it, like, you know? it was amazing. Amazing. Now it's half past five. This is, you know, for for people for TV really. That that's that. That used to be three o'clock. Yeah. But, you know, great days, great days. As a kid, you know, that my dad would draw the curtains because it was a sunny day. And so you just, and that's what everybody was doing. All everybody was doing. You missed out, Dad. You missed out. Oh. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, uh, it's still great. I don't mind uh, not missing a question of sport FA Cup if Arsenal win. Trust me. So <laughs> I just want that win tomorrow. That's all I care about. Uh, but, boys, Lee, thank you very much. Um, I really enjoyed it. Buzzing for tomorrow now. Buzzing, like, I'm buzzing. Absolutely. Put us in the mood for it. And Super Kevin Campbell. Kev, I hope you enjoyed it, mate. Come Thanks on, Arsenal! On. Come on! <laughs> Come on, you gooners. We have to do this, boys. We have to do this. Just before we do wrap up, uh, I spoke to Alex Brooker earlier. He was going to come on tonight. He ho was hoping to. Uh, wow. But uh, he's gone to the uh, he's gone to the BAFTAs, uh, <laughs> virtual BAFTAs, and he says he wants <laughs> to win the last leg. He wants to get last leg and then Arsenal to win and he can get drunk for 48 hours. So let's hope that the last leg get it tonight and Arsenal win tomorrow. Fingers crossed. Be a nice Fingers crossed for him. Yeah. Just before we go on that, if, uh, you know, Alex, Alex is a top guy, a top goon. If, if you've not seen his documentary, you know what I mean? Yes, go and, check go that out. and watch it's, it. It's absolutely emotional. A bit about the Arsenal in here as well. It's a fantastic documentary. Had me in tears on more than one occasion, you know, so... Uh, so I must admit, I, I, I have to, I have to totally agree with you, Lee. Isn't it weird when you got because me and you have met Alex and we know Alex, and you kind of, you, I don't know, it was just so emotional for me when yeah, he was speaking yeah. to that a guy, that Lee. I'm thinking I shouldn't be crying here, you know. I, I don't know these people, but I feel like I know Alex well now, you know, because I've had drinks with him and we've met him and been on podcasts with him. He's just such a top man, and it was such a good documentary. So BBC iPlayer guys, everyone in the chat and everyone listening, please go and uh, support Alex with that because it's a great program. Alex Brooker, Disability and Me. Um, we're out of time, guys. Thank you both very much. Thank you for everyone in the chat room. Um, only one thing left to say. Come on, you gunners. She wore. <laughs> <laughs> Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.